morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Blacksmith's Furnace with myself, Pete. Man like Mo out here, obviously. I just realised, yeah, mm. it's like in the introduction, if you don't hear Robert's voice, then that means you know not he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. So, that's and I, I like I like the the way we go like another episode of the Blacksmith Murder. Blacksmith's Fair. Ah, another episode. I like that. Yeah. Another one. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Robert couldn't be here. Um, I can't even. I can't even cuss him out because yeah, today was we, a all had, uh, we all, yeah, we all, we all had yeah, we all stuff. had stuff. Yeah, yeah, we all had stuff. I know he was gonna try and make it work, but. Mm. I guess it it didn't it's work tight. out. Yeah. yeah, so but it's cool, and it's like we're still out here. Yes, sir. We're still recorded. It reminds me of that um, Bible in a year thing that you were listening to last year, mm. when you said like the guy who that so the guy was like record re, um, recording it live every day where yeah. he'd go somewhere and go record it and then go about his business, yeah. and like there were times when. Like he lost a parent. Yeah, his mom. And he still went in. Still went in. And he still yeah. recorded. Yeah. And it's just like yeah. that level. Not necessarily saying that <laughs> we're in that boat. Yeah. Thankfully not. But it was almost like that level of commitment. Yeah. That yeah. regardless of whatever's happening, he's still going to put this forward and still do it. And I'm just like raw. Like for the most part, unless it's been virtually impossible, even then we've like considered Skype. Yeah, you've considered yeah, different yeah. things where you can try and make it. We've happen. attempted Skype and then they put a virus yeah. on my laptop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing good, nothing good. Yeah, yeah, but now nah, we're here. We're gonna hold it down. Come on. Believe we're gonna start with sorry, not sorry, sorry. not sorry. And unfortunately, it seems like I'm in the hot seat. Even Come though on. technically this would be Robert's week, I know um, he's dodged a bullet. We so. can slap him with three or four questions next week. I, I'm, I'm not opposed to that at all. All right. So my question for you. There you go. Um, is pertaining to church hurts. So it's very much like, so the question is essentially, why should I recommit myself to Christianity when like I've tried that? Me and my family went to the church <coughs> whatever happened and we were scapegoated so now like my whole family is broken as a result of that mm. why should i even venture back into the church after all that they've done to hurt me and my family mm. all right so i appreciate this is sorry not sorry <laughs> therefore um i can't go into it because my, my initial response to that person would be what happened because I, I'd have to, I can't have, I don't have a generic answer as to, you know, for all situations, this is why you go back Suck to church. Suck press up, ups. you know, press ups, no, literally. Though, at the end of the day, your, your being in church isn't based on the people there, it isn't based on a, even a need to get into heaven. That's not what will get into heaven, mm. but it is something that's been advised by the Bible. Mm. And it's for that reason that we don't give up the fellowship of the brethren mm. because the Bible suggests it. However, I would, if, if, if someone came to me with that, I would want to look into what happened. Mm. Like what happened to, to break up the family because 
we're dealing with more than just the church did this. We're dealing with how are you coping with having mm -hmm. a broken family mm -hmm. um, and the healing that needs to come there. And not mm -hmm. to say that I could even provide a healing, mm -hmm. but maybe by virtue of talking about it, yeah. you know, we, we're, we're taking steps towards mm -hmm. healing. And then after dealing with the person's hurt, dealing with the person, dealing with having a broken family, maybe we can talk about whether or not they want to even go back to that church mm -hmm. and talk about... The, the fact that we do need to mm. gather together, we do need to have fellowship. Um, but I think if, if someone came to me with that question, my initial response would be what you yourself, let's heal you. Let's see what, mm. what, what, you, what you're going through. Let's mm -hmm. give you what you need. And then we'll, we'll address, let's give you what you want, which is healing. And then we'll mm. address what you need, which is Christ. Um, if we are to skip past that, since this is sorry, not sorry, why should I go back to a church that's hurt me? I would say you don't have to go back to a church that that's hurt you. Um, I would not judge. Well, actually, we suffer this as black people. We suffer being judged for the sins of the few yeah. as a collective. Mm -hmm. Because one white, one black guy, you know, put on a hoodie and went to rob a store. I walk into a store and I presume I'm going to yeah. rob, the, rob the store. So we understand or we should understand um, that the the practices of one church should not be uh, sh do not indicate the the collective mm. and unfortunately we don't live in a uni denominational church uh, mm. in a in a world where it's uni uni I said it perfectly just before uni I'm going to edit that back in. <laughs> uni denomination we don't live in that world mm. um, where everyone's got it perfectly mm -hmm. but we live in a world where People form the church mm -hmm. and people are flawed. Mm -hmm. So I would say to the person, firstly, you don't need to go back to that particular church. Mm. Um, but, and this is of course after dealing with the hurt. Mm -hmm. And so I'm dealing with what they did, but it's recognizing that gathering together in the fellowship isn't just, it's for your benefit to be around like-minded people, mm. but it's also what you bring to the church and you, the blessing that you can provide to others mm. by being there. So the fact that, the Bible suggests that we, we, we should never give up the fellowship of the brethren is the reason why we go to church. If there's a church that's hurt you, it's recognizing that not all churches are the same. Mm. There are other churches out there. I would advise you to go to church because the fellowship are encouraged to gather together. But you can go to a different one. You can find a different one that believes the Bible. I'd maybe invite you to my church if, it, if I thought it was suitable. Invite you to City Hill, other churches that I might church know of, flag. you know. Um, but I, I don't think you have to go back to that church. Mm. I think you do have to deal with the hurt, mm. um, and there's ways we can talk through mm. that. Um, but I would advise going back to church cool. and recognizing yeah. that not all churches I think are the same. When I asked the question, I didn't. It might not have like been clear, but I wasn't specifying that church. I was, right, right, so I was, right. I was generalizing. Why should I go back to church? To church in general. So it's, it's like yeah, in, okay. as, uh, especially with what you said in terms of the. Um, the whole being tarnished because of one sin mm. or one's mistake. And so the whole of church being tarnished because one particular church, one particular expression mm. did something that hurt, offended someone. Mm. Um, and so they've just whitewashed the whole thing mm. and said every, all of it is corrupt right, yeah. because they've had like one bad, bad apple. Mm. Um, cool. Yeah, but I think then that idea of 
um, being around like-minded people, being, if I'm to use the analogy of a piece of coal in a fire, you take that piece of coal out of the fire, it's still going to remain warm, but the external factors will mm. cool it down eventually. Yeah. Going back and being around the rest of the coal mm. gives it that heat again. And not to say you can't have God outside, God's within, so you will be warm. However, you're also surrounded by everything else. Yeah. Going back and getting that re, re, um, re-energizing mm. isn't a bad thing. So... Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned as well, like being around like minded stuff just made me realise that if someone has been hurt by church there is a high likelihood that they'll be surrounded by others who've been who've been hurt by church. Very or true. they'll have all of those other voices mm. about people who have been hurt by church. Mm. And so that experience no longer bec- becomes an isolated experience, mm. but one that is shared from different people and it almost it becomes that curated bubble. Yeah, where you just can't keep regurgitating churches like this, churches yeah, like yeah. that, and so your mind is just all churches like this. Mm, um, mm. So yeah, just having a new experience. Yeah, um, mm. of and just recognizing that, like as bad as it may sound in your situation, you're broken as well. Yeah, yeah, very true. And very so it's true. like, in as much as they've hurt you, but you're not above hurting other, other people. people. No. Yeah. Um, and so there's that nature, that humility in that. Um, yes, you've been wronged, but you have wronged as well, and not that not necessarily cancelling each other out, mm. but it's that humbling place where it's just like I can't almost sit on a high horse yeah. and judge them. I kind of yeah. need to, yeah, like forgiveness and redemption works both ways. Mm. Mm. Um, I know that some horrendous things have happened that like you can't really justify or whatever and like they need to be if truly they did something then they need to be held accountable to it yeah. they need to be like pulled, pulled up on it and stuff and I'm not necessarily saying that shouldn't happen that should definitely happen um, but this is the thing about grace where it's like it's undeserved absolutely yeah yeah. And that, that's the thing for me that's the one thing that I, I have been struggling with because mm. I'm very much like I would do this for this person, but they're in they're in a good position, and I'm just being challenged. So basically, you're like they don't merit God's grace. And it's like mm, that's not what I'm saying. No. It's like no, no, that is what you're saying. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. so yeah, it's just like, yeah. I would forgive them, but they should know better. Yeah. And it's, like, mm. and it's normally it's normally because the the thing the sin that's been committed against them mm. they might not necessarily commit that sin mm-hmm. against someone else yeah. but they forget that as you said they probably commit different sins yeah. and it's when your sin's different yeah. from mine somehow yeah. i'm better than you but yeah. no i'm not yeah well, well yeah. equally flawed one thing that really strikes me is that <coughs> um some will be quick to criticize those who are um, like addicted to nicotine or addicted to weed or something like that yet they themselves are addicted to caffeine yeah. and different things like that yeah. and it's just like it's almost blindsided because yours isn't legal mm. <laughs> or there isn't an age limit on yours yeah yeah and so yeah it's just like all right um or even yours is not as as visible yeah you know because I, I don't know how many cups of coffee you've had um, but you might be able to see yeah. smell yeah. when I've you know yeah. ha- had a smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Is that does that is that a satisfactory answer? Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna throw another one in. Let's go. Another question. Why not? Okay, cool. Let's go. Um, 
this is a spanner. This, uh, this, 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 I'm just, I'm just saying this now. <laughs> I think you're going to answer it well. So that's why I'm throwing it to you and I'm throwing it to you. I think saying I don't know is a good answer as well. So let's go. So, um, I was ostracized at the last church I went to because I'm gay. Are you coming out <laughs> with your wife and kid? Hey, what can I say? It's about yeah, that right, time. Now, right. So I was ostracized at the last church that I was in. Mm. I didn't feel welcomed, mm. which led to me leaving. Mm. So it's linked to church hurts right, you know right, right. this is like a tangible mm. one um, I know personally know people who this has happened to but mm. I've lost touch with them so I can't even like try to reach out to them or anything. Right, like. right. so really, that really gets me so I'm really like yeah so mm. backstory so yeah I was struggling with my sexuality mm. and instead of the church that I was in supporting me they ostracised me mm. so now I how do I? So this is more like a cry for help. Not even cry for help. I can't believe in a savior who whose representatives can't embrace me. Right. Okay. You can't believe in a savior whose representatives can't embrace you. Mm. I think. I think if I'm to be, if I'm to be direct. Mm you have to recognize whether or not you feel or whether or not you recognize the need for that savior. Because mm. if you recognize the need for that savior in recognizing that this savior exists mm-hmm. and you, you recognize he is a savior, mm. you have to recognize your need for that savior. Mm. Regardless of the representatives, do you need saving? If you recognize that you need saving mm. and you need that savior, mm. then that that almost removes because the representatives aren't the savior mm-hmm. yes they're the representatives maybe they brought you a message portuguese slave masters brought a message of christianity to some parts of africa mm. not all of Ooh. africa however that doesn't their tarnishing of christianity doesn't remove the need for christ mm. to those people mm-hmm. so i understand or i can't necessarily understand but i i accept that you you've been hurt by the representatives of them but do you recognize who the savior is and your mm. need for that savior. And if you do, then we can remove the representatives. If you want representatives that will embrace you, go to Hillsong. They will embrace you. <laughs> I'll put that out there. They will embrace you. Man, double check the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's later on. I'm not feeling as bold. <laughs> I took that quick glance. <laughs> no, no, Hillsong. I know a bunch of churches that will that won't embrace you. That will bring you in because you are someone that's seeking Christ. Mm. And that's the question I want to ask: Do you recognize your need for the Savior? Mm. Now, if you do recognize the need for that Savior, then that's a different conversation. Mm. That's all right. These guys have hurt you. These guys actually need education because I'll say, is that what the Savior would do? do well, yeah. Do is, is that what the Savior would do? This back in the day. If I'm to not to equate being gay with having leprosy, mm. but Christ would embrace lepers. Mm. When the leper, um, oh, I, I'm not actually sure of the story now, so I'm not going to quote it. But um, where lepers would have been cast out, mm-hmm. um, I think I think there was a leper that came to. Okay, not the leper, but let's say the woman with the mission of blood, yeah. the issue of blood. Yeah. She was unclean ceremonially. Mm-hmm. So she should have been cast out from society. Yeah. However, she went to go and find Christ mm-hmm. and touch his hem, the hem of his garment. Now, 
under normal circumstances, the Pharisee would have cast her out. Mm. If I'm to equate that woman with being gay in today's society, mm. the representatives that cast you out would do what the Pharisees were doing yeah. back in the day. But that's not, excuse me, that's not what Christ's response to her was. Christ's response to her was almost praising her for her faith and saying her faith has healed her mm. for coming to seek him out. And that's exactly what he would want you to do to come and seek him out. Mm. So don't let the representatives be the ones to stop you from going to a savior that you recognize you need. Mm. If you don't recognize that you need the savior, then we have to have that conversation. Mm. And that conversation I would have based on maybe other conversations I have. I wouldn't have that conversation with you first because mm. I want to get to know where you derive your understanding of who you are from mm. what you are here from um you know and, and i think before i establish the fact that you're a sinner i need to establish the fact that there's a god that you've sinned against mm. and if i establish that for you um then i can say well you've sinned against this god and therefore you need a savior and mm. then we're back to that point mm. if that makes sense yeah yeah i think um i think one th one element that i was looking at as well was mm. the hurt that the, the hurt and the rejection that they would have God, felt. I didn't address that, yeah. yeah. So even if they felt a need for the Savior, mm. they felt as though the Savior's people has rejected, rejected them, them. Yeah. which is almost reflect, which is almost a reflection of the Savior rejecting them right. because of that their sexual preferences. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they might see a need for that Savior, but not recognize that the Savior even wants them. Right. I think that's where the woman with the mission of blood yeah. story comes in in the sense okay. that God's response to them or the Savior does want as you said, mm -hmm. the Savior does want them. Not not to say what the representatives yeah. are doing. The Savior does want you. So mm -hmm. it's saying the representatives are wrong mm -hmm. in their actions, in their response to you. The Savior wants you and he he wants you there just as he wanted the woman with the mission of blood, as opposed to what the Pharisees would have done, which is to kick oh, her so out. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Satisfactory? Yeah. yeah. Ish, yeah. easy. <laughs> slightly sweating. <laughs> slightly checking <laughs> checking time codes. Because <laughs> like, it, it is exactly as you said, it's like, it's initial conversations and they, they aren't yeah. um, blanket answers to this. No, no. Th there's, there's almost like a general direction in which yeah. you can almost think you can go through. Mm. But again, personal circumstances and experiences and stuff may just push you in a totally different direction yeah. where you recognise that before I can even like preach the gospel to you mm. like that might not even be appropriate this and year mm, mm, mm. it might literally just have to allow you to feel accepted yeah yeah. in this space where you know that I'm a Christian and I'm just accepting you for who yeah. you are Yeah. that, that yeah. could literally be it yeah. and then you're like actually you know what I'm going to seek out this God without me even preaching the gospel to you. Mm, mm. Um, That's definitely something I've learned over the course of like just this podcast and having conversations with you guys, with like guys like uh, shout out to Ayo, um, Ade, like where you recognize there is a lot of nuance mm. that God appreciates or, or that even God designed because mm. he didn't design us all equal. And where back in the day, you know, the answers would have been, it's all black and white. It's all yes, no, you're either going to hell or you're not. It's now recognized, or even, you know, it's just, I just need to tell you that you're going to hell. <laughs> I just need to come and evangelize and tell you that you're going to hell if you don't have Christ. It. But it's now recognizing that God's love for people is very practical and is very real. Mm -hmm. And it's very much to the point where he wants you to, he wants to you to know that he knows you, cares for you, loves you by name. And that's what we should be demonstrating. Yeah. And in that 
also also speaking about you know the very very important truth that actually if you don't have god you know then what else even for your existence on here if you don't have god and and that hope that comes with god what are you going to do you know it's it's a sad existence people won't admit it you know maybe you've got money to pay your bills that's cool but when you're working nine to five you hate your job Uh, not even you hate your job you love your job but then you're going out at a weekend you're drinking and oh whatever you know i'm being african and saying that but you know at the end of the day when you go to sleep at night and you're thinking am i really happy with this existence Mm. and i'm really secure in this existence because no one's promised tomorrow Mm. and when i die am i really sure that there is nothing (laughs) You know, when when you ask those questions, you realize that actually God's more important, and it, it's then that I'm able to show those things to you because you actually know that I genuinely mm. care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think uh, been through. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Sweating a little bit, but <laughs> we made it. We made it. Um, That's dope. I can't remember if it was this week. I think it was last week that uh, Nipsey Hussle died. Yes, I think it was. was I think it was last week yeah. that he was shot. Oh, a couple of weeks ago. But unless you're not interested in hip hop at all, which is probably a lot of people actually, you you may have heard of this. A lot of Christian rappers were yeah. actually coming out. I think and even if you're on fa- if you're on social media, yeah, it's it's been it's on social media yeah. a lot yeah. recently. Yeah. Um, like conspiracy theories and the whole nine yards like yeah alright so let's go into conspiracy theories first because mm. apparently he was doing a documentary on Dr. Sebi yes. who claims to have uh, had developed a natural remedy for HIV AIDS mm. and lots of other things Yeah. Um, and he was doing this documentary and apparently mm. that led to or that uh, became the impetus for Big Pharma mm. so pharmaceutical moguls or whatever to assassinate him Mm. um what do you think about like just conspiracy theories in general so this um something like uh 9-11 not being real or uh stuff like um uh what was it well stuff like hiv aids even being um a means of population control Mm -hmm. um and also ebola yeah being a means of uh, population control that was intentionally infected to these people mm-hmm. to call the population yeah um and just conspiracy theories like that do you give any credence to them at all or do you just blanket sweep them all away as utter nonsense do you know what? i pay attention to them mm. but i don't give them a lot of attention mm. um and i think it's easy for me to say that because i haven't been affected by any of these things Got currently. You. um but i know that in every single situation that you've just mentioned there's been a family that has been affected by it. Mm. <clears throat> and so for that family, it's a reality. Mm. Um, and it's like, I think my perspective almost, it might be naive, but it just comes in from a comes in from the fact of, um, so it's part biblical, part just like logical. Mm. Biblical part is, are we surprised that there is an evil hand Right. at work yeah, behind yeah. all of these mm, things mm, like as as christians mm, does that really surprise us mm, uh, even if there there are no like all the conspiracy theories are false yeah just the notion of there being an evil hand yeah, at work yeah. behind things mm, is not foreign biblically yeah yeah and so to me it's like 
whether the actual theories are right or wrong, the notion of something evil at work behind mm. the scenes to me holds credence because mm. it's like that's what the Bible presents. Yeah. And the Bible presents in like its influence. Yeah. It, it, that evil, whatever you want to call it, conspiracy, mm. big fire, mm. whatever you want to call it, it's like Lucifer, the influence of the serpent yeah. mm. reaches into different areas. Mm. And the influence rests or capitalizes on our brokenness. Yeah. And so all of these conspiracies, even if they are true, there are still people behind it. And these people are broken just like us. Right. But they have but they have the power and the influence to spread that brokenness in a way that benefits them. Mm. Um so that's that's kind of biblically the way that I view it. Yeah. And the way the other part of the way that I view it, which is logically is more so in us throwing out these conspiracy theories, how is that supporting the families affected by it? Okay. Mm. And so it's very much like, yeah, Big Pharma did this, blah, 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 this and that. But how is that affecting this guy's girlfriend who mm. who's grieving currently? Mm. Mm. his family who's grieving. Mm. I'm just like, love edifies. Mm. How are we edifying this family? Mm. Uh, you might you might argue, oh, we're trying to find out who did it so we can bring them to justice. Mm. But that, I, I would argue that's not necessarily what they need right now. No, no. And it's like with, with 9-11, whether or not the, the government did this or this and that, there are family members who won't be seeing dads, won't be seeing brothers because of it. Yeah. And even if the government or whoever it is isn't brought to justice, that reality is still there in their lives. Mm. And so one, I'm not surprised that there's an evil hand at work. Mm. Two, I'm like, I would rather spend my time supporting them than trying to feed into the conspiracy yes. theories. Right. If something comes out of it and the people are brought to justice, mm. that's great. Yeah, yeah. But I'm almost like, I want to serve them. Mm. I want to serve the people who have been affected by it. The people who have been like, yeah, who've been on, on the receiving end of this. Mm. Um, now, it's a bit more difficult with Ebola. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But it's just like... <laughs> it's the way that they got sick. <laughs> you know, like that. When then guys that got sick there came back here, were okay. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what does it only affect melanin? <laughs> the people that were okay didn't have any, didn't have much melanin. Mm -hmm. But it was just like, yeah, it's just. So yeah, that's 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 just been my point or my view, where it's just like the God of this world has blinded their eyes to the to the to the glory of God, mm. and like the God of this world. And so even if, like the God of this world isn't one entity who's just with like just physically doing things no it's almost like a puppeteer using the brokenness and fallenness of man to allow them to capitalize on what they're influencing them to capitalize on what they want to do anyways mm, mm. and so yes the devil might be doing something from the background but it's still down to us mm. it's still down to our brokenness and our fallenness and mm. our our yielding ourselves as slaves to him yeah, yeah. and so there are always even if conspiracy theories are true there are always people behind it yeah. And so 
if these people are reached with the gospel, that has more impact than revealing a conspiracy conspiracy theories. Mm. Um, and True. also building infrastructures and systems and just being there for the people who have been affected by them, for me, holds more weight mm. than endless arguments. Yeah. As Paul says, like endless genealogies and blah, blah, mm. don't engage in them. Mm. So yeah, that's that's almost like the twofold perspective that I have on yeah. um, that I've almost held. So as I said, I would if I see something, I'm like, oh, cool, this is interesting. Mm. This is what they're saying now. This, like this person says that, that person says that. But I don't pay as much attention to it yeah. as I would do previously. Yeah, yeah. I think um, James has just joined us. Well, she's just uh, appeared. <laughs> uh, we were talking about uh, how much value we or how much credence we give uh, to like conspiracy theories and and stuff like that. <laughs> Um, I think from from my point of view, I've I've always said you know the surest barrier to the truth is a presumption that you already have it. Mm. So I always tend to have an open mind, mm. however crazy the conspiracy theory. I always tend to have an open mind, um, just on the off chance that someone might be saying the truth. Mm. Um, Are you talking about a specific case? So we're using Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. Nip yeah. Nipsey Hussle's case as a oh what his dad yeah, yeah. so they're saying like the farm, big farmer uh, big farmer whatever. yeah yeah um sought to kill him yeah. because he was going to expose a remedy for hiv which would eventually uh <laughs> she just rolled her eyes <laughs> yeah so I, know the, I know the story because i've mm. been reading about it and right. um i think there's always um theories and conspiracies when community leaders die Mm. as to why they die and he he was doing a lot for his community um and so it's a big loss yeah and i think sometimes we try to justify the loss by saying it must be the government mm. the man did it because mm. we were trying to be strong and this is what happens they come and shoot down our people um and that's not always the case mm. i think it what we should be focusing on is the good that he did and supporting his family. Mm. I mean, when I when I found out that he passed away, I really was sad for um, Love in London mm -hmm. because mm. I had, like, the previous day, like, watched a video on YouTube about them, like, yeah. doing a, a couple's interview and it was so cute and they were so in love and then mm. it was like, boom, he's dead. I was like, wow. Yeah. So the shock that must be to not only her but his whole family mm. and although we as a community might miss him like there's other people that are definitely feeling that much more than us mm. um but i i mean i'm not gonna say that the media don't lie to us in it so well denzel said if you don't watch the news you are uninformed if you do watch the news you are misinformed basically <laughs> so what you gonna do <laughs> i think it's it's a definite truth that they our lives are a whole episode of Scandal. <laughs> and <laughs> the release of information is either to distract us mm. or to perpetuate a narrative that we will like have confidence in the people that are leading the, the world. So, Or have no confidence in them if the media don't like the person. So, yeah, yeah, like poor yeah. Jeremy Corbyn. 
who can't catch a break. <laughs> he's not talking to conservatives. He's he's evil. He is talking to conservatives. He's, he's a evil. traitor. What's like, he going to do? Just, he just, <laughs> I mean, there was a, a video of um, soldiers doing um, drills to his face. Like, oh, gosh. Um, yeah. Targeting his face. Oh, gosh. That's... I was just like, give the guy a break. Like, he hasn't done anything to anybody. Uh, apart from caring about black people, small, small. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, outside of outside of Nipsey Hussle, do you feel the same about like all sort of random conspiracies that come up, flat earthers and um, Ebola? We were talking about being okay. So there's there's ones that I have no always, no, no tolerance for. No, that I have always felt like something's not right. Okay. So Princess Diana's death. Right, right, right. Even though I was young mm. at the time, I was like, it's not about this film. Yeah, don't make yeah, any sense. Yeah, yeah. Nobody don't like you and then you I end up dead. I can't look at what's his name, Prince Charles and Camilla. Is them I can't look at them with a straight face. Like every time I see anything about them, I'm just like, you killed Diana. <laughs> <laughs> you killed Diana. Like, like, no, and it's become Diana. our underground narrative that yeah. they 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 did it. Mm. Um Madeline McCain. Mm. Mm. I still to this day feel like her parents have something to do with her disappearance. I it just don't make any sense. Mm. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Jesse Smollett. <laughs> okay, now this one is a mad thing because at the time when it came out and I saw the video of him, like, with his little bruise under his eye and that, mm. I was like, oh, mad, he got attacked. Then I listened to the interview. I was like, that don't make no sense. <laughs> like, the things he was saying, like being drenched in, was it petrol? Bleach. Yeah. Bleach. Yeah. And then having a noose around his neck yeah. and fighting off two men. Because he's a gay Tupac. And I was just like, okay, this don't smell right. Mm. Then the media's telling us he is a set off in it. Like yeah. he orchestrated it himself. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. He gets arrested. And so now we don't know what to believe. No. It's because serious. the story was far-fetched to begin with. Yeah. And now it's like, these men are on camera. Mm. You obviously know them. They're buying things. Then they were like, Oh, he's gonna go court, and the maximum penalty is sixty-four years. And I was like, "What for telling a lie?" Like I'm so confused at this point. I was like, mm. "What are you trying to do to this man? That doesn't make sense either." Mm. And then he gets off. Yeah, yeah. So the whole story is just confusion from every angle. Um, I feel like it's a defining moment in his career and whether people believe him or not. <laughs> defining moment be the end. I mean, <laughs> it can be a defining moment. Well, I think they, they, they're putting him back in Empire. Oh, really? Because he got acquitted. I thought they were, I thought they oh. wrote his character off. They were going to. Oh, right. But then okay, okay. after he got, the charges got dropped, um, the Twitter, Empire, whatever, mm. released some picture of him saying next season or something like that. Okay. So, I think... I think it's it's usually the lower classes mm. that have the most conspiracy theories mm. about what happens in the rich right, right. government level of mm. society. Mm. And I think that's because we get the short end of the stick. So we're just like, things ain't right. Mm. Things, there's, mm. there's things popping off all over the place. So like, we need to make it make sense somehow. Yeah. I think as well, one, and it, I was kind of tussling tussling <laughs> in my mind was like what what do we mean by conspiracy because mm. is it just it does it span to the littlest things or does it go or are we kind of limiting it to like 
the big pharma or Illuminati or whatever mm. or the Zangeist or whatever <laughs> sort of levels. Yeah. Um, so even like Twenty One Savage, he starts doing stuff to promote financial literacy of African Americans. And then they're two like, twos they find out he's he's from London. Immigrant, yeah. Like yeah. two twos they're trying to deport him. Yeah. <laughs> These times he was scandal, guys. <laughs> These times he was already he'd filing the pay. Like yeah. he's been putting in the work to yeah. get that. And it's just flying out and coming back in and flying out. And all now you don't know he's wrong. Okay. Mm. And it's like, but as soon as he starts doing something positive for the when he's singing about whatever he's singing about, you might not call. When he starts doing stuff to positively impact a minority community, mm. you might are like, nah. Mm. Go if you want to do them things there, go back to London. <laughs> Take your financial advice <laughs> back to <laughs> London. You know, like that. And and so it's like, would we classify that as a conspiracy? Mm. Would we classify that as systemic racism? Right. Okay. Okay. Or institutionalized racism, whichever the classic distinctions would be. Mm. So the conspiracy would be that they did it because he was doing good yeah. in the community. Yeah. That the yeah. timing yeah. Was too coincidental, but then would that would that be like the vehicle with which they right executed that conspiracy? Yeah. Okay. So when when people are saying it's a conspiracy, we're saying that right. this is, is this podcast is missing themselves. <laughs> <laughs> that is too coincidental for this <laughs> this incident to just be like that like it's not attached to anything mm, which is mm. why when people are like oh with nipsey it's like it's too for them it's too coincidental yeah. that he like would die around and, outside yeah. his own shop yeah. after making moves to do all these things and i mean because they're talking about um his links to dr sebi right so, yeah yeah who people believe had a cure for hiv hiv mm. and i mean at one point when i was into investigations because you know I'm about these crime mm-hmm. investigations. I read up um, the court papers of his stuff mm. and they were saying, they were basically saying that he couldn't prescribe things because he's not a doctor mm. and he can't diagnose things because he's not a doctor. Right. Um, but he wasn't doing any of that. Right. He was, people were coming to him for advice and he mm. was just yeah, giving no them advice. Mm. And I think there is obviously a, a, a financial benefit to not giving people cures for stuff mm. i believe the government has more information about things that they're willing to release <laughs> to the people mm. i believe that certain things were done in certain countries to stop reproduction Rah. not so i don't i think like i think it's very convenient for people to go into africa with vaccines <laughs> for certain things and then all of a sudden, there's a bag of, bag of women that are infertile. Mm, mm. Do you see what I'm saying? So I think, like, there's always going to be information that we don't know. Mm. And because we have access to more information now, because we can talk to each other mm. about conspiracies and go on YouTube and make a whole video and slow down things and insert this news clip and, like, make it look legit, mm. we'll get more people believing the conspiracies mm. but there's i mean there's no way we're getting told the truth so mm. I, I think when it comes to conspiracy in general i think uh Mo, what you said is also one of those views that i've just had like in general just mm. that i might i'm not really surprised mm. you know if even if 
whether or not the conspiracies are true, I'm not surprised that there is an evil force behind a lot of the things that mm. go on mm -hmm. in this world because a lot of the people that affect the things that go on in this world aren't Christian mm -hmm. or aren't um, aren't led by the spirit and thus if you're not led by the spirit you're obviously on the other side yeah. you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're following <laughs> you're at least um, suggestible <laughs> to Satan <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm not surprised oh, I, just, I just see like Suggested list. <laughs> you know. Um, Friend request. I, I think, however, sometimes those conspiracies as well are distractions in and of themselves mm. mm -hmm. um, and, and are there to sort of take away from. Like with the Nipsey Hustle thing, um, someone, the, the guy that was arrested for shooting him apparently had an altercation with him moments before. Um, or however long before where either Nipsey was accusing him of being a snitch or was asking him about snitching mm. him getting upset them having an altercation him going off to go and grab a gun and coming and shooting mm -hmm. um, the guy so then this conspiracy theory almost takes away from the fact that we have a classic example of just ignorance mm. and just maybe you guys having guns or using guns to solve problems isn't the right answer yeah. you know and maybe we should have a conversation about that <clears throat> but also like he was from that world yeah as much as he had done his utmost to come out of it mm. and to do good for his community it's not like he'd never been around those people or mm. had the same mindset as those people yeah. and so when you are linked to um, that kind of environment, anything can happen. Mm. Like just because you've changed doesn't mean other people have changed. Mm. And so his that altercation, if they had it, allegedly, <laughs> um, <laughs> if it happened, maybe Nipsey didn't feel like it was going to blow up like that yeah. because he's a changed person. Mm. Mm. But I mean, if the guy was on smoke, then yeah. he's just on smoke. So yeah. Yeah, and I've heard um this is facebook is such <laughs> a funny place so like this one person was posting up all the conspiracies big pharma blah 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 this and that and then she posted up someone's message that was like yeah nipsey's boy killed him where are all these cons conspiracy theorists now someone come talk underneath this thing i'm ready to talk to you guys and then I'm like, yeah, for real, you know. After they dropped this thing, everyone's gone kind of quiet still. <laughs> and then next, she, they start dropping stuff, trying to link that guy to Big... And I'm just like, wow, you man reaching, right? <laughs> like, you're trying to do some adjacent <laughs> stuff. Like. Desperate. But then, I guess as well, like, if you, if you are of the mindset mm. that you believe in witchcraft, yeah? and you believe that people can curse you or cause things to come into being without them having to do it themselves, mm. then someone could have put a call out on his life. Mm, and mm. my man was just the, the vehicle, the vehicle by, which, by yeah. which it happened. Mm. So I think like people are still gonna, even if you come at them with like, oh, it's just a, it's just a case of black on black crime, they'll be like, no, mm. no, listen to what I'm saying because they're so deeply entrenched in the injustice of the thing mm. um, being linked to a wider narrative of the big pharma and, and corruption, mm. which is what it's really about. It's about corruption, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, um, I think 
the the ultimate thing and something that you both echoed was the idea that like a lot of the times the focus that we would place into you know discussing debating arguing about these conspiracy theories could rather be placed into showing empathy mm. or supporting mm. the people that are left behind and i think that human element um that that human understanding and empathy can sometimes be lost mm. and i think if if we're taking anything away from the conversation is to recognize that you know more often than not these conspiracies are regarding things that have happened to human beings mm. and we should not lose um we should not lose the recognition that they also need support they yeah. also need empathy and they also need care i think as you were saying that like, one thing that really just struck me and it was, it was crazy where it was, it was almost like the disciples this could be seen as a reach but it was like the guy who was born blind mm. and they were like who sent this yeah. man or his parents mm. it's almost like what's the conspiracy behind this condition right yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and jesus was yeah. like yeah. forget that mm. this has happened that you may see the glory okay. of god mm. Mm. And the glory of God was in him interacting with this person and changing that person's situation. Yeah. And so it's very much like everything behind it, like the reasoning and stuff behind it. Mm. Don't worry about that. Mm. Don't worry about that, sweetheart. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> but it was very much about the space for God to invade. Mm. Mm. And so, yeah, it, it could be seen as a reach, but as soon as you mentioned it, it just kind of just hit me. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I just More often than not, the question should rather be, how is God glorified in this, or how can we yeah. glorify? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, the, in, the, the nice thing was that God being glorified in that situation was that person being released from that position mm. so it wasn't just god lording it over him yes mm. i've got the power mm. but actually i got the power but actually like <laughs> <laughs> manifesting that power in his situation mm. for his benefit yeah 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 and so it's, it's almost like nipsey hustle is manifesting god's love and his presence and his provision for the family for mm. the community mm. and just being there mm. Mm. 9-11, yeah, whatever, be in there. Mm. Ebola, whatever, just be in there. It's like we acknowledge that something has triggered this, mm. but we're being there for the per person that's been yes. triggered for. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, think that'd be a good place to round up. Mm. Yeah. Um, hookups? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, you forgot about that last week as well. Yeah. I listened apparently. Um, I mean, I, I can go first. My okay. hookups are very easy because um, Bizzle came out with a new album. Oh, sir. Light Work 2. Bars and Melodies. Oh, sir. He is singing a lot more. <laughs> on yeah. This one. Singing a lot, obviously, with auto tune and whatnot. <laughs> Uh, but nah, it's it's still still dope, still still god over money, still you know relatable, sensible bars actually speaking about something. Um, so no, definitely check it out. Light work too um, on Spotify. Download, buy, listen, and be edified. Do you know what? Along that same vein, mm. um, a worship duo. That I really enjoy their stuff, Shane and Shane. 
Okay. It's mad. It's like both of their names are Shane. <laughs> um, Shane and Shane. But they've created two... The albums I'm going to recommend, they've created two worship albums, obviously, mm-hmm. where they just sing through the Psalms. Okay. And it's beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's literally like... So the title will be Psalm 32 or whatever, and they just sing it. Let me listen to that. It's like there's volume one and volume two. I personally prefer volume two to volume one. Um, just the style and the feel and everything, but that's personal preference. You might prefer one more than two. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just the Psalms. It's literally just called the Psalms. Shane and Shane Psalms. Um, volume one and two. Yeah, just dope stuff. Okay. Dope stuff. Okay. Do you want to use Robert's? Uh, yeah, I can use Robert's Use Robert's one for a different thing. Actually, nah, let me not. Um, Shylin. Has he got new stuff out? He hasn't got new stuff out. I'll, uh, I'll recommend go, go, um, go. an album. Um, one of his first projects, actually, mm. called The Atonement. Right, yeah. yeah if, if, like, just lyrical theology, mm. just The Atonement, okay. it's just it's dope. Okay, and uh, Gems, do you want to hook, hook us up with anything? Um, so it's National Poetry Month. Again? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you said? Every April. Oh, every right. April, yeah. Okay. April is National Poetry Month. I thought it was October for some reason. National, I think National Poetry Day is in October. Right, okay. okay. October is National Art Month. It's called Inktober. Okay, okay. It's also Black History Month. Anyway, so... <laughs> Is that America? Oh, I've been I've been functioning off the American thing. Why? Who do you think you are? Exactly. Have you I'm, ever been? I'm African and no, I haven't. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's nonsense. I think, I think it's just because like I've heard the most amount of noise around that right. than the British side. Right. We need to change that. But we don't want February. It's the shortest month. Anyway. So and plus that's now Pride Month, so we can't have two things in the same month. We have about a hundred things in the same month, and people just cling to what they want. But yeah, so it's National Poetry Month. A lot of people are doing a writing challenge where you write a poem a day, and you can get prompts on a National Poetry website or on Twitter. So my hookup is try and write a poem this month. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, if if you're a poet... It's too late to write a poem a day. <laughs> well, you can start from now. Seven days in. I'm like, if you if you, if you you want to go all out, then fair enough. But I don't want to put any pressure on anybody. Mm. Um, I was going to find a prompt, but I can't find one. So, but yeah, enjoy. Enjoy cool. April. Write a poem. Cool. Or read a poem if you don't want to write one. Mm. That's cool too. All right. Okay. I think uh, that would be the Blacksmith Furnace. Um, next week, hopefully, full furnace. Uh, Robert should be back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we are doing anything in particular. No. Yeah, I should be free. But if I'm not free, I'll make the time because <laughs> uh, we haven't had a full furnace in a while. But no, um, you can find us if you uh, want to listen to other episodes because we do this every week. Uh, you can find us on all good podcasting websites and applications and sites. Um, Google Podcasts is a Chase. good one because you all have it on your Google phones or can download it easily. Um, 
and for free. Uh, you've also got uh, Apple Podcasts. We're on there as well. We are also on Spotify since almost Jeez. everyone lives on Spotify. So you can find us there. Um, you can reach us at the at TBS Furnace. No, you can reach us on TBS Furnace at hotmail.com. Uh, you can also uh, find us on SoundCloud, www.soundcloud.com slash the blacksmith's furnace without an apostrophe. Um, we, I am waffling. There'll be another episode of The 66 out tomorrow. Uh, so you can check that out. Just search for The 66, T-H-E 66 on uh, YouTube and it will take you to it. Or look for The Ordinary Amazing. Speaking of which, we are also on TheOrdinaryRaising.com, uh, which is a website. Uh, you can find uh, episodes there. Um, I think that's about it. Yes, sir. Shout out to Calvin Turner for the logo of The Ordinary Amazing. Shout out to Rude for the intro and the outro jams. Chase. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to say as well, like, we really want to make, like, it's a community. So please yeah. like comment. For real. Like, share, just interact as much as you as much as you want. Yeah. For all those who are currently interacting, love. Like we really enjoy just hearing the feedback, yeah. hearing the challenges, hearing the rebuttals. Um, yeah. it helps us to not only stay on our toes, but to think through some of the stuff that we say. Yeah. And think through <laughs> the way we think. Yeah. So yeah, just like it's a community, yeah. not just the three of us or the four of us or whoever mm. is on the actual podcast. But yeah. like, like a lot of the comments have actually literally changed my way of approaching certain things. Like IBK calling us out on where we laughed at the male guy yeah. getting uh, sexually abused. Actually it's changed the way yeah. I look at it. Um shout out to Angela Angela always text me like she'll listen she'll text me oh, I'm downloading something or off the hookup so interesting conversation <laughs> nice. um, Andy Osaidako also has been reposting like every week and he's reposted like oh, one mad. of our one of our videos uh, one of our uh, songs obviously Introvert Introvert is the OG <laughs> um, so shout out to you guys and thank you guys so much uh, but uh, this is the Blackness Furnace signing out look That's a week. Week, Hadouken. Didn't finish the combination. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>